welcome to the High Performance Couples Podcast, a spinoff of the High Performance Insider Podcast. I'm certified high performance coach, Amanda Faust. And I'm David Faust. And we are coming together to share our mission to help couples lead high performing lives. We weren't always a high performance couple, but through working on ourselves as individuals and striving for a next level relationship, we have developed methods to help us continually move towards our highest potential. And we want to help you do the same. Join us as we walk through our highs, like growing our family and finding freedom through entrepreneurship, and our lows, like life after addiction and putting together the brokenness of our marriage, and of course, everything in between. You will walk away with actionable strategies to implement in your own marriage, your business, and overall everyday life. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2023 for the High Performance Couples Podcast. Yeah. Welcome everyone. Happy welcome. New Year. Welcome to 2023. Yeah, we took a little bit of a break because we needed that. We did. <laughs> it was a busy season. It was a very busy season and something had to give and the podcast was that. But we're coming in strong, have a lot of really exciting episodes coming up for you guys and we'll be dropping one a week, right? Uh, it's our goal. It'll happen. <laughs> yes. And David's the one editing the podcast. So he's like, well, okay, uh, sure. We can record them. <laughs> we'll just get him uh, So if it too. doesn't drop, you know who to blame. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Appreciate <laughs> that. What call me out? Just kidding. But um, as everyone else is during this time of year and during this season, we are going to be talking about goal setting. Yes, goal yeah. setting. But don't worry, we're not going to bore you with the same goal setting tips that everyone else has told you. We know you probably have heard those. And if you haven't implemented them already, you might not in the future. So we are going to talk with you about how we as a couple set goals for our year and as parents, because we have a few different things that maybe you haven't heard of before. Yeah, that was the exciting thing. It wasn't just like a single like goal setting event. It was like a family event. We mm-hmm. actually sat down. Um, I was, I, this is the one holiday I'm in charge of and that's New Year's Eve. And so part of that was the goal setting. So we made it like a family event, which I loved. Yeah. If anybody follows me on Instagram, you might've seen our stories where I was posting the different things that we were doing, the different activities, but David and I like to do our own thing a couple days ahead. Our anniversary is on the 30th of December. So we usually get together and use our anniversary time to not only celebrate, of course, our marriage and hitting another year, but also (laughs) looking ahead to the next year and what we want that to look like while reflecting on the wins of the previous year. Everyone defines a good date night a little bit differently. (laughs) Everyone might look at ours and like, what? But we actually (laughs) love to go out and plan and goal set. So yeah, thinking about last year, I think we went out again on our anniversary and like we took our our planners and and decided to uh, goal set. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Sometimes it's it's usually not on our actual anniversary that we do that because it's hard to get a sitter around New Year's Eve, but we actually did it this time. So it's really fun. Yeah. So what we usually do is we have our goals from the previous year. So if you have that, I would recommend setting a time for you as a couple to sit and reflect on your goals. Now, this can be a really encouraging time or it can be a frustrating time if maybe you didn't reach the goals that you're going to set because no matter how much you plan, and I think we all learned this during COVID, no matter how much you plan, there are certain things you can't control. You can't control your circumstances or what happens around you, but you can control your response. And so we have had our fair share years where we've looked and been like, you know, we didn't hit the goals we wrote down, but we did hit these other goals over here that maybe we didn't even think about or fathom at the time. But this year happened to be one where we were able to check off a lot of things 
off of our goals, right? There was a little disappointment around the couple, and I honestly can't think of them right now. But I remember a lot the ones that aligned with my vision board because I put a vision board where I could actually see it, and those goals actually happened. Um, like I know I had talked previously on a, an episode about the scuba certification. Like that was a, like one of the ones I really wanted to do and was excited about. Um, and that had come true, but there are a couple I had not added to that. And I realized at the end of the year, I keep my goals on the phone and I wasn't where I constantly checked. And so I had missed them just like, oh man, I completely forgot about it. So that's actually one thing I adapted and changed this year is I wrote them out in a journal to where I can actually see them every day when I'm doing my little habit journal tracker. And, uh, I can see them. So it constantly reminds me to work on them and grow toward them. Yeah, that's a really good tip because a lot of us will do our goal setting and then maybe we did it on a worksheet or a piece of paper or something like that, that we end up kind of tossing to the side and forgetting about. So it's not that we didn't work to reach our goals intentionally, but it's that maybe we forgot what they were. And so that was a good thing for you to learn that you can adapt that, you know, the things like you said, that were on his vision board that were in his office that he saw. And I have mine in my office as well. Those things happen because it's really hard to see something every day and ignore it. Our brains see it it sinks in whether we're conscious of it or not. And then we make it happen. But those things that maybe stay on your phone, unless it's on your phone background, probably aren't going to be checked. So one of the things that I offer, I don't know if you saw this or not, but we'll attach it in the show notes. It's never too late to set goals. I do have a goal setting guide and workbook that I have for people who need some guidelines for how to set goals. But based on what David just shared, don't use that and then toss it aside. Use it and use it as a way to create a visual for yourself, whether it's on Canva, whether it's on a Pinterest board or something that you can create a visual, put it on your desktop uh, wallpaper, put it on your phone background, make a vision board for yourself. There are ways to do that. So that would be tip number one is reflect on the goals. And then when you're setting new ones, create a way to have it as a visual right in front of you. Yeah, you may have heard about choosing one word for the year. And that was something we did this this year um, that I hadn't personally done. I may have tried it last year, but didn't really sink into this year. But we chose a word actually for each of us, the kids and Amanda and myself. And it, it, when you choose that word, you really focus on it. <laughs> and, and the reason I'm kind of chuckling is because I actually chose the word focus because when you choose one word, it really helps you to focus. Okay. <laughs> That's a terrible. Focus <laughs> so focus. let's focus on that word focus. <laughs> terrible word to choose when you're trying to talk about it and make a point. But no, I think it makes sense of honing in on, there we go, honing in on one word. Let's find a synonym. Hurry, get up. <laughs> Hurry. And get <laughs> Hone in on that one word, focus, and just make it kind of that as, as you be able to visually see it. Again, I put it in the front part of my bullet journal. So as I'm going past my goals, I also have my word that I'm able to see every day and um, really adapt it into my everyday living. So really focusing on one or two things in the day that I can help maintain that word. Yeah. And that's something that, as David had said, me and the kids have done year after year. So one thing that we like to do, and if you're a parent... You could always implement this too. Again, it's not too late. It's still January. Um, and even then, you can do it anytime. We have the kids pick a word that they want to f- focus on. Um, and they want it to be kind of like 
a way to measure their progress by the end of the year. So they pick a word and then they draw the word on a piece of paper and then color it, decorate it, add stickers, whatever they want to do. Some years they go all out, other years they just write it in pen and put it on their door. <laughs> so that's where what we had them do is we have, well, actually, I, I will say when they were younger, we had them put it on their door. We didn't this year, but we did ask them to save it and put it somewhere that they can see. We usually have them put it on the door because as we said, that is helpful for them to have a visual. So then every time they go into the room, they see the word. However, now that they're getting a little bit older, some of them have picked words that they may not want everyone to know that they picked because it is a struggle of theirs. And so we have just asked them to have it somewhere where they can see it often and remind themselves of it. But then at the end of the year, we add that to a packet that we also do with them, which talks about what goals they want to set. Um, it's a very simple packet. It's actually from Big Life Journal, which is a great resource for parents so who good. want to help their kids with personal development. There's They used to have a podcast. I'm not sure if they still do. It's a little bit older for my kids now. But when my kids were younger, we would listen to Big Life Journal. But they're always offering amazing resources. And they sent out a 2023 for kids resource, which was all about like, what did you learn this last year? And what did like, what accomplishments are you most proud of and things like that, which is really fun to hear. Because we as parents, of course, we have things that we're proud of them for. But it's fun to hear what they're proud they're of proud themselves of for because yeah. it's usually not the same. No, like, it really is. It's funny to hear some of the stuff. Yeah, they come out with. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything. Yeah, that stuck out this year. But it was it's pretty funny. That kind of goes along with something you can do as a family on New Year's Eve. And that is sit down together and do that as together as a family on New Year's Eve. Um, before your celebrations or late in the night in the celebrations, we kind of do it right as we play like games. We They do their little color in, color in what they need to color in, fill out the words. And uh, I'm excited because that's the stuff I, I help plan out. So it's mm -hmm. a good resource. Definitely use that one. Yeah. Well, and it's nice too, because your kids will do what they watch you do. So when David and I have done our goal setting, we used to kind of do it on our own, but we basically did it this year on our date, but then we came back and we like put it all in our journals. So I like to do a bullet journal. That's another new year habit that I just started last year. So I used to journal all the time. And then I took a few years off just because I was going through a difficult season and I didn't want to write about the things I was going through because it just, I don't know, made it real, I guess. Or I don't, I mean, we all have our seasons, right? So I stopped journaling for a while. And then last year, uh, at the beginning of the year, I got a bullet journal and I basically mapped it out where I planned out my year through it. I wanted to just record record my year in a fun way that didn't feel like a lot of pressure. So like a bullet journal can be used for whatever it is you want, but I did it to where I wrote down what my goals were at the beginning. I wrote down what habits I wanted to start. And then I also made sections for what books I read that year, what TV shows and movies I watched. And then I would rate them. I'm, I'm not um, going to lie. It, there's something gratifying about that because I mean, I'll give Cabana credit. She started it. I wasn't doing it at the time, Yeah. but I literally should get in bed and like, I'm like, head hits a pillow I'm like night and she's like filling out her little bullet journal I'm like what's that I want to do that like I want to scratch my little pin on that little block yeah. and knock it off there's something about it it does actually like 
I don't know. I'm a checklist guy, so I think that is part of it. Yeah, it just depends on your motivation. I really like pretty things, so I like make my bullet journal really pretty, and I have like stencils and colors and (laughs) stickers and all that. But each month, I have a section where I write down what my habits are for that month. Because I mean, if you know anything about habits, which we can do a whole episode on that, habits build off one another, and so it would be silly for me every single month to write down habits that are already habits (laughs) because that's not something I need to work on, but the ones that I'm not doing so well and that I want to work on, I write them down and I record how many times that month I do it. And like my goal is about 80%. Um, I mean, usually I hit higher than that because I'm an overachiever. But um, but yeah, I mean, if I hit 80% because it's been a low, like slower month for me, I'm okay with that because that's my goal. But anyway, every day I, I document, like you were saying, what my habits are. And there's something about knowing I'm going to have to fill that out that makes me want to get it done. Even in that last hour, sometimes I'll do like five habits in that last hour just because I don't want to put on my bullet journal that I didn't get it done. It's your silent accountability partner. Yeah. (laughs) It really is. Yeah. It's like, that says nothing, but it just stares you in the face at the end of the day. And it's in the back of your mind, like, oh man, it's going to get me. There's no consequences, (laughs) but it feels like it when it's sitting on your pillow and you're like, I have to make a conscious decision to put this to the side and not fill it out. And that's way harder to do than to just get my habits done and fill it out. You just said something though, that I think you didn't really explain. Like, I think when, after you make your bed, which you should make your bed in the morning. Yeah. Make your bed guys. (laughs) Make your bed. It's a good habit to have, Yeah. but leaving that on your pillow. So you have to physically move it before you get in bed. Mm -hmm. So it's that thing that you were like, Oh man, (laughs) it's going to get me every time. No, it's so true because last year, the moments where I fell off of it, like there were a month or two where I just like didn't fill it out. It was because it was out of sight, out of mind. It was never because I didn't care or I was like trying to slack off. It was legitimately out of sight, out of mind. But then when I was like, oh, putting it in my line of sight where it's way harder to not do it when I'm physically holding it in my hand to move it. um, That's a really good tip for really anything that you're trying to start. I was going to say that could be a whole podcast itself. There's a lot of science behind that that I know you and I have talked about and dug into before of, of having that trigger trigger mm-hmm. that is something in your path of in the morning or at night um, that you have to to move or go around yeah that is gonna make you do it so. yeah we have all of our habits we have tr- uh, triggers set for some of the triggers are just David's responsibility and it's so funny because the ones that are David's responsibility I will not do like I I she will never do and <laughs> then it'll be that. like he'll be like it's been two or three days since you know you drink that protein sugar, whatever it is. And I'm like, yeah, because you haven't made it for me. (laughs) And he's like, but you can make it. I'm like, but I don't think about it because you're my cue. Like the the protein shake isn't, you are. And so it's just funny how like we just get used to it, right? Uh So when I travel, I'm like the worst because all the habits that I try to do while traveling when David isn't there, I'm just, yeah, it's difficult. No, it's true. And some of you at this point may feel like as the new year started, it's already started. And like, as you reflect back on the previous years of maybe setting a goal and not reaching it, or kind of only halfway getting there, like, don't be discouraged if you can't maintain it, or mm-hmm. if you get off course. I think one of the best things um, that I have learned is that you can always jump back on track. It doesn't have to be January 1st, it can mm-hmm. be literally on your next Sunday or Monday, you start like, even the next 24 hours, like, you know what, today, 
didn't do it. It was an off day, which I love that phrase. David's famous line for years was, well, it's just an off day. I'm like, off day is... It's the third off day in a row, but it's an off day. <laughs> he doesn't do it now, but there was a while. It was. So that's why I chuckled when I said that. Sorry. Um, but you can have an off day, a, a real off day, and just jump back on. Like, I think that's one thing I learned is like, I used to be like, if I don't maintain this habit or this goal and I mess up a day or forget about it or don't do it in a day or the bullet journal, like there's a day that I just didn't do any of it. I used to be like, what's the point? But I think that for those that are like me, don't give up. Just keep going, jump back on the bandwagon and yeah, take it as a, a learning experience and how, what, what do you need to change or adjust in your life that you can make sure you don't do that again? Yeah. Learn from it. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. I don't know who said this quote, so I don't want to, I don't want to give credit to anyone because I don't know where it was said, but it is not me who said it. Um, but I did read somewhere where it was talking about how missing one day is fine. The issue is missing two or three. Having those off days and multiple <laughs> yeah. days in a row. <laughs> so don't be that person that's like, I'll start again next week or I'll start again next month. As if you have to have like a, a specific time to restart, like just literally don't let it be more than a day and you're good. I miss a day. David misses a day, but we don't let it be two or three or more. I probably miss less days than you, but yeah, we can mm, say that. We can debate that later. <laughs> Let's look at our bullet journal. Let's take a poll later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I also want to say too, like everybody has a different feeling about the new year. Like David and I love the new year. Our kids love the new year. And that's because we've created that in our family. But like, we totally understand that there could be some of us who really struggle with it because of maybe that perfectionist side. Like I am an achiever. I think that's like pretty understood, mm -hmm. but I'm not a perfectionist. Like I am not one of those people that's like, well, kind of what David was describing, like, well, I missed a day or two, I'm done. And that's one good thing. Um, but if you are one of those people, that's okay too. Just know that about yourself and be able to literally go against your your nature and how you're wired and choose to keep going because honestly your future self needs you to make decisions today for who you want to be tomorrow and so that's what keeps me going and that's that's where that shift has happened is my motivation doesn't come from who I am today my motivation comes from who I want to be in the future yeah. no that's really good because I'm trying to remember I was trying to think of the book when you're talking about this but it's the 1% compounding, yeah. um, the habits that you're doing and creating are making you a little bit better every day. You're, mm -hmm. If you do it a week, you're probably not going to notice. It's like working out, right? Yeah. You go to the gym for a week straight. Really, you may feel a little bit better, but realistically, you're not going to notice that big of a change. But if you go to the gym consistently for a year, you're going to see those changes as when you get to that a lot further along that you look back, you can see it. Yeah. And um, you're never going to get there if you don't keep going. So you got to keep going. I was talking to a client this morning and she was cracking me up because she knows this. she's good at this and she was being silly with me, mm -hmm. but she's entering a fitness competition and it's her first one. And she was like, I went to the gym all week because she just started. She's like, and I don't look any different. What's going on, Amanda? <laughs> and she was, of course, joking. But there's so many people who really think that. And we can listen to other people say that mm -hmm. and be like, come on, like, what's, you know, and joke with each other. But like, we do that to ourselves all the time. Like, yep. well, I don't feel any different or it's not working or whatever. And some of us are like serious about that. But however you would respond to a friend who wants to give up after a couple mess ups is how you should respond to yourself. You wouldn't let your friend give up on themselves. Don't let yourself give up on you. Yeah. And I think that's really good advice. And the way that you even look and said earlier, like your future self, mm -hmm. use that your future self as a guide to like what 
you've set those habits for a reason because you're trying to reach something. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, picture yourself being that person who's already reached it. And what would they say back to you at that point of your struggling? Like, and I know it's going to be keep going. Don't give up. Keep going. Push through another day and it's going to pay off. Yeah. Legitimately, like get to your mirror in your bathroom, give yourself a pep talk like you would a friend and read the high five habit by Mel Robbins, who talks about giving yourself a high five because <laughs> you feel really freaking silly, but you also kind of love it on the inside and want to keep doing it. Yeah. And when you need that encouragement, I remember hearing about that and I was like, that is so weird. I don't want to do that. But there's something about giving yourself a pep talk in the mirror with a high five that you can't I can't. I had a dollar for every time I walked in, man, they give yourself a high five. (laughs) Or dancing. Um, Talking yourself. (laughs) But the other thing too is like, you know, we're all motivated by different things. Some of us are motivated by the bullet journal. Some of us are like, that sounds like the worst idea ever. And why would you do that? And so you're more, you may be more motivated by um, a competition. Like I was saying, Mm -hmm. the, um, friend of mine, uh, the client and friend who is in one, like that's motivating her because she's like, I, I'm competing. Like, I'm not going to look stupid. Like I got to do, I got to sign up for this and, and do well. And then, you know, another thing that we might be motivated by, and, and maybe I didn't even mention yours, but, um, our kids, like our kids are watching us. And so I don't want to get to new year's Eve of next year and be like, well, yeah, mommy really slacked off and didn't hit, hit my goals. What about you? You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, I want to be able to be like, oh my gosh, guys, this is what I set out to do. And look what I did. And yeah, I'm not going to hit all of them. But I'd rather stretch myself and hit more than I would. And I want my kids to see that because they want that same feeling that they see their mom and dad do. Um, And this year, I would say this is one of the first years I actually saw them reach their goals. Mm -hmm. Like in the past, I think they just did it because we did it with them. Um, But this year, they legitimately were like, look, mom, like I did my word. Like one of them, one of their words was trusting and this particular child really worked on building trust with us. Another one was confidence and she stepped outside of her comfort zone more than I've ever seen her do. Like Mm -hmm. they do what they say they're going to do because we do what we say we're going to do. No, that's a really good point. It is. There is a lot of power in being able to do it yourself and your kids watching that. Yeah, it definitely is true. Um, And again, it's one of the things I don't think you notice right away. But as you reach year after year, two or three years of reaching your goals, it's really impactful for them. To be like, whoa, this really is, this really is cool. You can actually make your dreams make come things true. Happen, yeah, because they're not judging you. They love us. Our kids are so gracious, right? Like all of us, not just our kids. I just mean kids in general are gracious. So you know, they're not. Don't do it as like, oh, I'm going to disappoint them. That's not why. I want you to be motivated. I don't want you to be motivated because they see that they can do it. Like they believe in themselves because of what they see. Yeah. Not not feeling like frustrated or judgy towards you, but they're like, oh wait, I can make my dreams happen too, just like what you were saying. So one of the fun things I get to do toward the end of the year is Amanda gets a lot of speaking engagements. And through those speaking engagements, she talks about habits and how it can all tie together and how you can have a practical tool to use to implement all these things we've been talking about. And um, at the end of it, she has a planner that she sells and most of it's all online, but I'm the lucky guy who gets to package them all and ship them out, which is actually, you may think it's weird, but it's actually was like a dream of mine to no, do. No, for so. real. Before I had the highest potential planner, <laughs> I love it. David's like, is there anything you can sell? I'm like, I don't know. Like all my stuff's online. I, yeah, or when he, when I say sell, I mean a product. 
And I'm like, no, no, not thinking there's anything. And he's like, but I've always wanted to like print shipping labels and like put things in packages and have like a whole system. If you ever lived through the like, like eBay era, like back in the nineties and early two thousands, though they still is, but it's not like it was of like you know you'd find an old pair of socks and try and sell them. Like yeah. that was like legendary. And it, I just always wanted to be like, I wanted something to sell an online business where I was like packaging it up and shipping it off. But now I do. I have that. And Amanda um, sells the planners. And of course, like busy, busy season is the end of the year. So I get to send them out. But I love being able to send, like seeing them all come through and the, the huge amounts of planners that come through, and, like being able to physically like ship them off and see the names. I get excited because it is a tool that is practical that I get to use. But I also know that these people who are receiving them, they um, are going to be able to like implement all these things we've talked about and all of like the new year's goals that they they do it's not just going to be like hey i'm writing down on a piece of paper and we're done they actually are going to carry those goals with them and think about them on a daily basis and get to implement them and there's also like it, it reaches levels of all people because there are those who are like been doing it for a while that this just jumps right on board with what they've already been doing but has a better tool um, but it also like has training videos with a Q, uh, uh, what is it, a QR, it's a QR I code. I almost said scanner. Well, it is a QR. <laughs> yeah, it's it is a QR, QR scanner. Code. Um, but it has that and it has like training videos that come up. So I know someone recently like reached out to us personally and was like, hey, I'm watching this training video. It's really great. And I was like, it's a wonderful tool. Um, mm -hmm. So it kind of meets people at all levels. And so anyway, I love it. I think you should get one. I think we'll probably include a link on here. That you can click on at the bottom of the, the link that you can um, order them and hey drop a note i'll send a little you know card saying thank you no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, no i appreciate that and thank you for saying that and i one thing that's been really cool is that i've been able to watch david really work on himself personally and and professionally and try a lot of different things to see what's right for him. And when I saw him consistently using my planner, like, you know how your spouse or your mom or like people who are closest to you are like, oh, I'll buy one. And you're just like, yeah, of course you will to support me, but you don't think they're actually going to use it. But like he legitimately every morning is in his planner. And, and he's like, it, it's, I love it because it, it's really easy to stick to. It's not asking a whole lot. The things that it's asking set you up for success. So it's like not a waste of time, but it only takes five minutes a day. It really, truly does. And they're not dated. So you can have those off day. Yes, without feeling <laughs> terrible about and yourself. That's what I love because I was that guy who always got off track. But this is literally one that like you put the date in, like you circle the date, which is fun. It's like a little bingo card. Yeah. And then if you miss a couple of days or have an off week, week, yeah. <laughs> not anymore, but you know, you can miss those days and you don't feel bad about it. Yeah. We had friends of ours who, we, who we love so much who are, were going through a season and had bought the planner and had bought it quite a while ago, actually. And I got a picture of her with the planner and she was saying like, I really want to try to dive into this again. I really loved it, but I felt bad that I couldn't jump in. Like I couldn't maintain it. I wasn't consistent enough. And then she was like, but the good news is I literally can start off where I left off. Like there is no, I, I, I will say the one thing that did get to me when I wasn't 
doing well with my habits in past years was having all those blank pages in my planner. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I have to just skip like half of my planner because I it's passed and that's yeah. it. And then there's that guilt, even though you're trying to jump back in, all you can see is where you lack and where you quote unquote messed up. That's mm-hmm. how it feels. Um, but with this planner, you truly get to just jump in whenever and start where you left off. And that's the feeling I wanted to give people is knowing that like every single day is a fresh start. Don't wait on your habits. Don't wait on implementing them. Use this tool. Keep the momentum going as the new year is just starting out. Yeah, don't stop. Yeah, and I just want to say to close, like we gave you a lot of things there. And remember that just as habits come, we have built upon this. Like what we just said that we did is because for years we did one thing and then two things and then three things. And like now we're, we just named a bunch of things we do, but don't feel like you need to jump in and do all of those things. Like pick one of the things you mentioned that sounds intriguing. Cause like I say, not all the things we said is going to work for everybody, but pick one thing, dive in with yourself, with your spouse, with your partner, with your kids, like whatever, and just get started. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, here's to an amazing 2023. Thanks for tuning in and let us know what you want us to be recording on. If you've listened to this podcast, head to my Instagram, Amanda K K A Y Faust F O U S T. And let me know what you want to hear next, because we are mapping out our 2023 goals for this podcast as well. We want to hear from you. There's no sense in us just talking about things we want to talk about. So let us know. Can't wait to hear from you. Thank you for listening to the High Performance Couples Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review to help us spread the word. Also, we wanted to let you know about a free resource we created that you don't want to miss. We love helping couples find ways to connect and go deep with one another. No more surface level conversation. It's time to really get to know one another on a deeper level. So we created High Performance Couples Conversation Cards to download for your next date night. Head to the link in our show notes to download our free couples conversation cards and take your dates to the next level. Then email amanda at highperformanceinsider.com and let us know what you think. Until next time, keep pursuing your highest potential.